Welcome to the Excellent Exo Chat with Bill and Nora. Our podcast is meant to educate, inform, and discuss the ever-expanding topic of exotechnologies. If you are interested in exoskeletons, robots, or automated systems, you should listen to us. We will be discussing how these technologies impact you through chats with experts and users from around the world. Hey, Nora, how you doing? I'm good, Bill. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a wonderful, slightly rainy Monday morning. How about you? Yeah, it's it's pretty overcast here, but I feel that that is normal for January, February, March in yeah, Philadelphia. Yep, that's true. We had we had some nice blue skies down here this weekend, but we got rain this week, so better better rain than snow and ice. I'll take that any yeah. day. I I hear you on that one. Well, I hear we have an interesting topic for today, and it may go with the weather. Absolutely. Well, we have had a lot of commercials that we have seen in our house here, as well as uh, on a personal level, um, looking at autonomous or assisted hands-free driving vehicles. What? That sounds yeah, crazy. So it is It is a little crazy, right? I mean, Tesla, well, I think it really started out with Google, right? Because I, I remember watching the movie The Intern um, and, you know, they're on, they're on Google's campus and there's an autonomous vehicle. But recently my uh, husband had gotten, he was driving down one of the freeways and there was a bag of debris and right. it was dark and he didn't see it and it um it hit the front of his vehicle so he has his vehicle in getting some work done right now and we have a newer Subaru right and my husband picked me up from the airport the other day and he was so excited because on this Subaru with the cruise control it actually senses when the car in front of you now is slowing down and right. it will automatically reset the cruise control, which we don't have that feature on our vehicles that we have. And also it it has some really cool detections where it detects if you're going outside of the lane without your turn signal being on. Right, right. And it has uh you know what I would refer to as semi-autonomous, but what they're calling assisted hands-free, um, where it will actually drive a little bit. You know, it will drive for you. Wow. You know, and I'm I'm saying that lightly because obviously you, you have to be careful and watch, right? Right. Um. But then, you know, taking it a little bit further, we were watching a football game last night, and the new F-150 Ford pickup truck came out with a uh their pick their new pickup truck also does similar aspects to this subaru and it actually on the bottom of the screen called it like an assisted you know driving uh, vehicle um so it's just incredible and i was just curious bill you know how they're defining 
Yeah. So, you, you know, hands-free. So I figured you'd have more information on well, that. Well, I, I, I was looking this up. It's like, what is what kind of falls in this kind of area? And yeah. so I went to the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration, and they have a whole page on driver assistance technologies. And, you know, right. this, this just gives you a little bit of guidance of what kind of technologies kind of fall in this area. Which, you know, a lot of the stuff you're talking about, which is the the forward collision warning, the lane departure, rear cross traffic warning, blind spot warning, all of yeah. those things fall in there. Uh, then they've got that automatic emergency braking. So if someone brakes yes. really quick, it'll, your car will brake for you. Yeah. Uh, they've got a, uh, there's some other ones, which you were talking about too, adaptive cruise control. So that must be, you know, mm-hmm. where it adjusts your cruise control. Yeah, it adjusts your cruise control. Lane keeping assistance. So if you start moving across a lane, it will help you stay in the lane. And then one, I guess I didn't think of this as a driver assistance, but it, it, it falls within this is automatic high beams. So it automatically will change the, <laughs> the, the high beams to low beams if another car is coming at you, I assume. That's amazing. I can tell you the one. So I have a Chevy, an older Chevy um, SUV. And one thing that I, I really do not like about the Chevy um, is that it, it's supposed to automatically change the brightness of my screen uh, dependent yes, yes. on the light. Right. But here's the thing. Sometimes it doesn't catch it and I'll be, you know, trying to drive somewhere and I can't see the screen cause it's too dark. Mm. And so that's one thing that I can't like absolutely cannot stand about, you know, these, you know, smarter vehicles, but one thing that I have heavily relied upon is the backup camera. Right. The backup camera is another one that fits in this category. Everybody, yes. I don't know anybody that hates the backup camera, to be honest, right? right? I know. And it senses, too, when people are, like, walking behind yeah, you right. and in your blind spot, which is huge. Because I remember when I was learning how to drive, my father was like, you know, you got to use all your mirrors. You got to make sure, like, you inch out a little bit, you break, you oh, look, but you inch out a little bit more. So, so let me tell you. So I've got a story about the backup camera, too. So... Um, I, I love it, and I have a little bit of hate for it, too, because mm-hmm. my I have a Toyota uh, pickup and love love the truck. However, backup camera, it's great. You know, I can see really good. I can see stuff. I can park really well backwards. But sometimes when you're using a pickup, you like to lower the tailgate. Yes. Well, oh, the yes. minute you lower the tailgate and you're backing up, you're, it it beeps and all this kind of stuff. And, of course, the camera's pointing at the ground, and you're just like, oh, this yeah, is going to drive me it. crazy. So yeah. that's, the, that's the only flaw I've found in this. That's Otherwise, really great, right? The other thing that my, you know, that my husband always complains about. Now, I don't, I don't typically back in a lot unless right. I have to. I'm, I'm just a pull-in type. Oh, almost everybody like, around here, for some reason, they yeah. love backing into parking spots. I'm like, okay, that, that's and like, cool. I, you know, I get it if, you know, you're in an area and, you, you know, for safety reasons, sure. you don't want to have your back when you're parked. Like, I, I get it. But when right. I pull into the driveway, I pull into the driveway. My right. husband loves to reverse and back in. Yeah, yeah. The one thing that he hates about one of the vehicles is that the camera is not in the center. Oh, I hate that. 
though what he thinks is you know straight and center of the driveway, it's not not right it's off a little bit you know it's further to the left than it is to the right and it drives him absolutely bonkers now i think it's hysterical right like i said i don't back in um but yeah there's there's great features to these you know i guess i don't want to say autonomous because they're not really calling them autonomous but hands-free assisted vehicles right well you know that's the thing so the closest i've seen is sort of and i haven't even seen in person but the closest i've seen to hands-free stuff is one where you sort of put the car on you know, hands-free cruise control. And this is in mm-hmm. commercials. And, you know, it sort of drives, it stays within the lane. You don't have to have your hand on the steering wheel the whole time. Or right. the other one is, is when you, the car will automatically parallel park for you. Yes. Right? That's, yes. and I'd be, I'm much more comfortable with the automatic parallel park than this. Oh, I'm just going to turn loose the steering wheel and go down the highway at whatever right. speed, you know? See, that's funny. So I'm opposite of that, right? So I would be more comfortable in getting in a car that does the lane detect versus a car that's going to parallel park me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, you know, my thing is, it's like, you know, when you're, I guess I've just seen so many things out there at highway speeds where you need to react quickly. That's yeah. why, you know, yeah. I, I lived I lived in the Washington, D.C. area for a number of years. Lived, oh, I've yeah. lived in Atlanta, other places mm-hmm. like that. And there's always something crazy going on, you know? Yeah, there is. And it's not, I mean, it's not, it's not just cars and trucks and SUVs that I've seen these commercials for. I've, I've started seeing on LinkedIn and other areas advertisements of motorcycles. Oh, yeah. Yep. Now, my my husband rides a motorcycle. My father-in-law rides a motorcycle. I mean, they're they're Harley individuals. And right. one thing that they love is that they can just go out and and take a ride. Like they they right. like the fact that it's not autonomous. Right. Or it's not, you know, hands-free. They like being able to lean into the curves as much as they want to. Sure. And they like that feeling. So I, I did find it interesting that even motorcycles are coming up with hands-free. Now, I guess it, in some sense, it may be good depending on the capabilities. And I have to say, I, I'm not sure of all the capabilities, but let's say you're leaning to an, into a curve too hard and, and it's going to lose control and it auto-corrects for you. Um, yeah. Again, like I, I just thinking of an autonomous um, motorcycle makes me think of like the video games, right? Right. <laughs> it's like these speed racers that it, it doesn't make me think of real life people that are going to ride a harley or they're going to ride a right like an yeah so that's also interesting as well as to the the, the different I mean, motorcycles out there too what i would see as as a helpful technology for motorcycles and this is mainly where in traffic type situations mm-hmm it happens a lot of times because of the differences between a motorcycle and a car or truck or any other vehicle. Mm-hmm. It says that the braking pattern is drastically different between the two. So okay. you, oftentimes people on motorcycles will end up running into the back yes. of cars or trucks. Right. It happens yes. happens all the time. Mo- yeah. And, and what happens is the braking speed of the car or truck is so mm-hmm. much different than the motorcycle it you're not expecting it and you get right, right up on top of the vehicle so quick that you don't yes. have time to stop yes 
And it brings in all the different like questions that I would have in my head, right? Because, you know, it's one thing if you're in a vehicle that's enclosed, you can hear. Right. You can hear the sensor, right? Yeah. Whereas on a motorcycle, I would almost think that the helmet would have to be Bluetoothed into the motorcycle to be able to hear. But I mean, that auto sensing could be life saving. I mean, I've, I've, witnessed a horrible motorcycle accident where, you know, the motorcycle was tired of being behind slow traffic and decided to ride up the center of the two lanes right on the line. And though an individual who was in the left lane turned on their signal to go back into the right lane. And of course the motorcycle was not right. It was going too fast. It didn't have that auto like, you know, and, and he did, he, he hit the back of the car and he flew off and, Um, And it was, I mean, it was terrible to witness, but, you know, these autonomous aspects can, can potentially be life-saving in certain instances. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting, you know, some of it is also, you know, with the motorcycle, some of it's traffic loss, like, you Mm -hmm. know, you go, you go over to Europe, and it's called lane splitting. Lane splitting is very common because it actually helps the traffic flow and the for for most part, motorcycles mm-hmm. uh, riders to be safer, whereas right. here in the U.S., very few places allow you to lane split. And yeah, unfortunately, a lot of drivers and cars and trucks get upset because a motorcycle is lane splitting, mm-hmm. and that causes right. other road rage type issues. Mm-hmm. So, it's you know these technologies are can can help a lot, like you're saying, but some of it also is like, how do you apply a technology? And make sure you're complying with the law sometime. That's right. going to be interesting, right? It is. Yeah, absolutely. And like we've seen before, a lot of laws and regulations have been in place for decades. Right. And they're, it's very interesting now that things are, are changing and they're, you know. Let me give you, a, let's, let me give you an example of how this could happen. <laughs> you know, th- th- this is completely hypothetical. Say, you know, it's completely okay to use your Tesla or whatever car, be hands-free out there on the highway. You're out on I-75, I-95, pick pick whatever, I-70, whatever fancy (laughs) highway you want to be on, right? Zoom, 60, 70, 80, whatever the speed limit is. Right. No problem. Mm -hmm. Now, you've gone on the highway, you've got off onto the surface roads, and you're going to go drop your kid off at the school. Absolutely illegal to use hands-free in the school parking lot. Right. So how does the car know the difference? And, exactly. Right. And I'm making I'm totally making up these laws, right? Because this mm-hmm. is, you know, this is Bill, yeah. this is Bill World. You know, I'm saying these two <laughs> laws, but I could easily see a situation where the laws change depending on where you are and what the situation yeah. is. Yeah. And that's yeah, that's absolutely. so it's so that's going to be part of this, uh, not just making the technology work, but making the mm-hmm. technology work within the framework of yes. the situation. Yes. And I, I mean, I love I love the discussions and the hypotheticals, right? Because I a lot of the times I feel that my brain just works in the gray area. It, <laughs> it, it's always asking, well, what if this? What, what if that? that? Right. Exactly. And with these autonomous, I mean, the first time that I can remember seeing and an autonomous 
you know, quote unquote, fully autonomous vehicle. Sure. Was Will Smith and I robot. Sure. I mean, sure. it wasn't even on, it wasn't even on the actual road. It was, it was an actual movie. Right. Right. But it is, I mean, so much of this technology is helpful, but you know, it's, it needs to be tested. It needs to make sure that it works, you know, appropriately. And you also have to be aware that they're semi-autonomous. And I think that's kind of the key word. Like you can't just get into a car right now, a Tesla or the new Ford, and just assume that it's going to take you from point A to point B and you're just going to sit there. Right. You're going to have to, you know, with anything, even if it were, as as a responsible human being, you always want to make sure that you are you are cognizant of what's going on around you. Right. And then then you get into, you know, really behavioral and personality type things. I'm not a person that really enjoys just sitting in a car and doing nothing. Same. Yeah, so, same. <laughs> so, you know, I don't want my personal vehicle, whatever that may be, to be basically turned into a bus. I, you right. know, that, that, that doesn't hold a lot of attraction to me. Uh, and so I, even if I were to buy a vehicle that had these kind of things, I'd want some way to turn it off. Absolutely. Yes. Right? Yes. And I will leave you with this. My mother has a Lexus. Yeah. And it's a beautiful SUV. But the one thing that drives me nuts about that vehicle is that her sensors. Yeah. She's got so everything she, turned on, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they have a they have a courtyard at the bottom of their driveway that right. is lined with hedges. Oh, nice. And when she is trying to get out of the driveway, that car just beeps the right. entire time. Right, right, right. And and I, you know, I understand it, but at the same time, for me, I'm going, this is so distracting. Right. I'm not gonna hit the bush. I know the bush is there. There's at least three feet between me and the bush. Right. You know, but also you can you have that little leeway with the bush where if the front of the car goes a few inches, like a couple inches into the bush, it's sure. not gonna hurt the vehicle versus it being another vehicle or a human or so again, it comes back to even though these are helpful technologies that you can utilize. Yes. It's important to be able to also tap into your brain and right. and be able to make decisions throughout well, and the, I think that's the driving. A, I think that's a good topic <laughs> for a future podcast and we can get into because what you're getting into is the issue of really sort of computer vision, computer mm -hmm. uh, sensor technology. Whereas yeah. right now, a lot of that assumes that the object it detects, every object it detects is solid, right? Exactly. You know, so yes. you could be in a roadway situation going down, some car swerves in front of you and mm -hmm. you need to cross a lane and maybe, maybe they, get, they got those little plastic, you know, cone, not cones, but you know, yeah. little, little uh, yeah. straight, uh, lane dividers there. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna put a little paint mark on your car, but it ain't gonna hurt your car. Not e not any more than this thing that just cut in front of you, right? And so, if yeah. your assistive technology, when you go to jerk the wheel, keeps you from moving, now you've got a problem, right? Yeah, so. exactly. And you know, the other thing is these you know the vehicles that have the sensor for our you know our future topic. If we get ice or sleet or snow here, sure, sure, and the snow or the ice builds up on the sensors, it'll 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 automatically beep during right. your drive. Right. 
Um, so all of this is fun for future topics. Bill, thank you so much. Thank you so for much. Talking about this today. <laughs> you know I love living in the gray. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> literally. We, literally. Have a great day. <laughs> you too, Bill. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to us today. Please share this podcast with your friends and join us next time.